Rupa Goswami met Lord Chaitanya in Prayag. They were living very close to each other at the confluence of the Jamuna Ganga and Saraswati. Because there were such large crowds of people, Lord Chaitanya took Sri Rupa Goswami and Anupam to a secluded place, just in the bank of a holy river. It is called the Dashashwameda Ghat. Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami explains that just as Lord Krishna invested transcendental knowledge in the heart of Lord Brahma at the beginning of creation. Similarly, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu empowered Sri Rupa Goswami to understand the essence of his teachings. This is one of the most historical incidents in Vaishnav history. For it was at the Dashashvameda Ghat at Prayag that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu planted the seed which would later expand into a flower that would spread the fragrance of love of God throughout the entire world. Lord Chaitanya considered Rupa Goswami a suitable candidate to be empowered with the most confidential understandings of his own heart. Because of his genuine humility, his renunciation and his sincere desire for devotional service. At the very spot where this sacred conversation took place, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur later installed deities of the footprints of Lord Chaitanya to commemorate this great pastime. Lord Chaitanya began his teachings. He explained that the subject of devotional service to Lord Krishna was a vast unlimited ocean and that he was going to make a sincere attempt to explain a portion of one drop from that ocean. There are 8,400,000 species of life within the universe. There are two categories. There is the moving and the non-moving. Of the moving species, most are animals and fish and insects and reptiles and birds. It's very rare to attain the human form of life. This human existence is especially meant for God-realization. However, the majority of human population is uncivilized, which means they do not follow the guidelines of the Holy Scriptures. Of that rare segment of the population that follows the regulations of the Scriptures, most of them do not actually follow. They just have some faith by moving their lips. And of those who follow the rules and regulations of the scriptures, most of them are on the path of karma kanda. They worship God so that they can improve their pleasures in this material world. But Krishna tells us in Gita, Abrahma bhuvana loka punar avartanorjana mamu pechatu kondiya punar janmana vidyate From the highest planet in this material world to the lowest, they're all places of suffering because repeated birth and death are inevitable. There is no possibility of finding a solution to material suffering by any materialistic attempt. Of such fruitive workers, it is very, very rare to find one wise man who is seeking liberation. But liberation is only the negation of the sufferings due to material attachment. There is no actual satisfaction of the soul in liberation because the liberation is looking for endless eternal love. And out of many, many 
such wise persons who seek liberation, it's very rare to find one pure devotee of Lord Krishna. Mukta nama pisidhana narayana parayana sudulava prasantatma kotishwapi mahamuni. That out of many, many people who have attained mukti, out of many, many people who have attained the mystic cities, it's very, very rare to find one pure devotee of Lord Narayan because he's the only one who can actually be peaceful. Then Lord Chaitanya explained why this is so. That the living entity, the spirit soul, that is the source of life within everyone, is one ten thousandth the size of the tip of a hair. The spirit soul is an infinite testamental fragmental part of Krishna. It is the eternal servant of Krishna. And therefore its only real satisfaction is to be reconnected through Krishna through devotional service. Krishna tells us in Gita, I can be understood only through devotional service. I am the source of all material and spiritual worlds. Everything emanates from me. The wise who know this perfectly engage in my devotional service and worship me with all their hearts. Lord Chaitanya explains to Rupa Goswami that the glory of pure devotional service. He explains how the living entity wanders through millions and millions of species of life. When that living entity receives the greatest fortune, he comes in contact with the pure devotee of the Lord. Through the mercy of such a Vaishnava, the Bhakti Lata Bija, the seed of devotion is planted within the heart of the devotee. That seed of devotion is the most precious treasure in all of existence. The devotee becomes like a gardener who is meant to nourish the seed of devotion. Lord Chaitanya said the nourishment is by watering it with the nine processes of devotional service, especially hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord. At the same time, we must very carefully protect that young, tender creeper by the association of devotees and following the regulative principles. As we hear and chant the glories of the Lord, the creeper begins to grow. But in the garden of the heart, along with the creeper of devotion, weeds will grow. The weeds of false pride, the desire for honor and prestige, lust, envy, anger, greed, illusion, propensity for dishonesty, deceitfulness. These weeds will inevitably be growing and the water of hearing and chanting will also cause them to grow. If we are not extremely careful, as soon as we see these weeds, we must immediately uproot them. It's very important we have the guidance of spiritual master and senior Vaishnavas because for a conditioned soul, it is often very difficult to discriminate what is the bhakti lata bija and what is a weed. If we allow these weeds to grow, they will choke the bhakti lata bija and kill the creeper of devotion. Therefore, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu warned, the devotee who is doing the gardening in his heart must be very careful to look for these weeds and to uproot them. And we have seen over the years how devotees performing so much devotional service, if they're not careful to pull out those weeds, eventually those weeds 
choke their devotional enthusiasm. And the greatest of all impediments is the hasti aparad. This means the elephant offense, offending a Vaishnava. He does, Lord Chaitanya described that when we offend great souls, it is like bringing a mad, wild elephant into the small garden of our heart where the tender seed of devotion is just beginning to bud. For those of you who have lived in wild jungles, you know that the most dangerous and feared of all animals is the mad elephant. A snake may kill one or two people. I mean, a tiger or a lion, they don't kill people unless they're old and they can't find anything else to eat. So they'll only kill one person at a time. But a mad elephant, he'll come in and destroy an entire village and kill everyone. They're mad. They just go crazy. But the females don't become like this, only the men. Certain stages in their life, they just go crazy. One time I was visiting a zoo. I was actually there on a mission for the Krishna Consciousness Movement. And I happened to meet some of the zookeepers. And I asked them, of all the animals in the zoo, which is the most dangerous? He said, the male elephants. He said, when they, somehow or other, something goes into them, and they, if they go mad, they usually kill their trainer and everyone around them. So offending Vaishnavas is like letting these mad elephants into your heart. However, Lord Chaitanya continued, if the devotee continues watering the seed with the ambrosial nectarine shower of hearing and chanting, guarding against the fences and guarding against weeds, the Bhakti Latak beach grows. It grows beyond all the middle and upper planetary systems of this universe, beyond even Brahma Loka. It pierces the cover of the universe. It goes beyond even the entire material cosmos. Beyond material existence is an area called the Viraja. It is like a river that is the border between the material and spiritual worlds. The creeper pierces through the Viraja and enters into the spiritual sky. The unlimited, all-pervading spiritual light of the Lord. It continues to grow up to the level of the Vaikuntha planets. The devotee continues on hearing and chanting. The creeper enters into the supreme most of all spiritual abodes, Goloka Vrindavan. There, the creeper of devotion produces a beautiful ripened fruit, the fruit of pure unalloyed love for Krishna. That fruit of love of God is offered to the lotus feet of Sri Krishna. Krishna is very pleased to accept that love and then the gardener tastes the sweetness of the fruit. Thus he enters into a state of unlimited spiritual ecstasy. And meanwhile, he's still in the material world, hearing and chanting, while his devotional creepers in Goloka Vrindavan. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.